Hi, everyone. Join the call. We're going to get started in just about one minute. Ron, is that you? Yes, uh huh. Okay. Oh, are we the only first two on? No, no, there's a lot of people on. <laughs> I just uh, recognized your voice. Oh, okay. Hello, Barbara Lee. Hi, this is uh, Reverend Yearwood. How is everybody? Um, just so the speakers and those on the call, uh, they can know, uh, we are trying to wait for those who are getting on the call. Um, the speakers who are uh, who are going to give uh, their their talks, so to speak, um, they are unmuted. Um, but I can see from our side because of technology, I can see that we are we have just passed the 500 person mark for people who are on the call, and we've we've, we've done away with the ding. So I would ask the other 500 people who are on the call right now, uh, first and foremost, thank you for responding. Uh, some general logistics, and then we'll get started right away because of the urgency of the situation. Um, I'm being assisted here at the Hip Hop Caucus. My name is Rev Yearwood, the president of, of the Hip Hop Caucus. And I'm being assisted here by those who are also looking at the computer and seeing the numbers going up of all of you who are getting on this call. Uh, this call is being recorded and we will post it on our site by tomorrow morning. Now, we'll do this in a unique way. If you need to ask me a question, uh, you can ask me a question by just tweeting me um, at Rev Yearwood. And we will answer as many questions as possible at the end of the call. I repeat that. Uh, you can ask me questions by tweeting me at Rev Yearwood, and we will answer as many questions as possible at the end of the call. So we want to get started. Uh, first and foremost, uh, let me uh, start with a moment of silence. Um, the Prime Minister of Haiti has reported that the bodies counted so far have surpassed 72,000. Um, and so we know that at this time last week, 
the earthquake um, had shook Haiti um, and really shook the entire world. Um, and we are now on this call to respond. Um, and we know that at that moment, um, something happened not only in Haiti but around the world. It is our obligation to respond. But as I was just with the Haiti ambassador at the uh, candlelight vigil, he reminded those of the call 200 years ago. Uh, in unity, there is strength. In unity, there is strength. And so this call here and subsequent calls will be that strength and will be that unity. Let me say for those also, you can follow along at the website that has been set up, uh, hiphophelphaiti.org, hiphophelphaiti.org. And so let us get started. There's much information. Uh, we have many experts. We have um, uh, members of Congress. We have celebrities others who are ready to tackle what we need to tackle as what will be um, our first crisis, our first major crisis of this new decade. And so let us have that moment of silence now for those who are lost and those who are still trying to be rescued. If you can take time now. Thank you. Uh, our first speaker um, who will update us on the relief efforts and disaster in the context of Haiti's existing challenges. These speakers, I'd ask them to really um, to speak for around three minutes. Um, we'll, the congressman will have a little five minutes, a little more time than that. But for most, for most of our speakers, so we can get through everybody and then get to questions and answers, um, if you can speak for about three minutes so we can ensure that the now almost 600 people on the call um, can get in their questions and answers. Uh, Ron Daniels from the Institute of the Black World 21st Century, um, who, is just, who has been literally playing a role in Haiti for the past 14 years on the ground and just organizing people of color to be there for Haiti uh, for the last generation and our generation. Uh, Ron, can you please give us an update on, on efforts at this time? Well, certainly, Reverend Yearwood, thank you so much for convening the call. I'll just make a series of bullet points. Uh, first, obviously, the the effort is uh, there's a massive amount of aid coming to Haiti, but my observation is that there's a tremendous amount of bureaucracy and bureaucratic inflexibility, uh, discussions about protocols and who's in charge, and and people are suffering. I mean, some aid is getting through, but that's an issue of grave concern. Uh, there's also, in the middle of all of this, a lot of lack of coordination of some of the volunteers on the ground. This was reported by one of our people uh, today. A major issue that um, uh, one of our contacts re reported today is there seems to be a lack of really significant input from Haitian NGOs on the ground who sort of know the terrain, uh, who know how to, to navigate and could be very helpful uh, to these international aid organizations and to uh, the U.S. military and whomever. There, there's a complaint that this is beginning to look like uh, just um, you know foreigners who are coming in to help, but are not really enlisting 
uh, in, a, in a significant way the organizations on the ground, uh, which could be very helpful. There's an internal migration, uh, which is uh, beginning to take place uh, away from uh, Port-au-Prince. Uh, people should know that two-thirds of Haiti was not affected by the um, uh, by the earthquake, uh, where the Haiti Support Project does its major work up north around the Citadel and um, Cape Haitian is virtually in the central plateau. Central plateau is virtually um, untouched. So people are beginning to move in that direction, and that's a, that's good news, bad news. Good news is they'll be going traveling to safety. Bad news is the some of these towns will double, triple, quadruple in size, and uh, there's a need to make to meet that challenge. Uh, potentially, however, this could be and for the future. Uh, Port-au-Prince never ever needs to be returned to its current size, so that could be, t- be potentially a, a positive. There's an urgent need for targeted assistance. <laughs> One of the things that we've been saying in the Haiti Support Project is that our sense is that the big traditional organizations are going to bypass, and there's some evidence of, of this already, will really either bypass or not engage uh, some of the grassroots community-based organizations on the ground. So one of the purposes of our Haiti Relief Fund, which we have created, is to try to help fill that particular niche. Uh, we obviously can't compete with the big organizations, but we want to make sure that with our various allies we can get to uh, organizations that are on the ground that uh, need our assistance, including capacity building. For example, one of the there are three women's organizations that have lost their leadership, including SOFA, a longstanding organization, they're going to need help reconstituting and rebuilding so they can do the work that they need to, to do. Um, I guess my final point is that we see this in three phases. The relief effort is on now, but we have to look forward to recovery, and ultimately we ought to be engaged for the long term in terms of re, uh, reconstruction. And as you'll note, uh, Rev, the documents I sent you earlier, I've been pressing consistently the notion for a global Marshall Plan as what's re- required and what is behaving to be completely reconstructed and rebuilt um, to be what it ought to have been all these years and has not been due to uh, negligence and interference on the part of the United States and other governments. So that's a quick assessment. Uh, I'm sure there's much more that could be said, but those are some of the most important points that I've been able to discern. Thank you, Ron, and I would appreciate if you can stay on. Um, oh, no, I'll so be here. I'm not going anywhere. Questions, there are questions. We can, you can be able to facilitate some of that process. Um, again, if you want to ask a question, you can ask a question by tweeting me at Rev Yearwood, and we will answer as many questions as possible at the end of this call. Um, this call is being recorded, and we'll post it um, at the uh, hiphophelphaiti.org site. Um, again, I want to thank the over 600 of you who have called in from all around the country for this call. Um, now, to update us from the congressional and legislative perspective, um, uh, one of my stalwarts, uh, uh, beacons in the halls of Congress, uh, Representative Barbara Lee, the chair of the Congressional Black Caucus. Representative Lee? I think she's trying to. Yeah, it sounds like you can hear in the background. She sounds like she's trying to get in. You want me to hear me now? You sound, Congresswoman Lee, you sound far away from the phone. Okay, let me see. Wait a minute. Can you hear now? It's not outside to call you back. 
Can you hear me? We can definitely hear you. You can, Okay. Well, thank you so much um, for this call. And I have to thank all of the members of the Hip Hop Caucus for your continued work. Uh, because what you did, first of all, um, after uh, Katrina was remarkable in terms of the quickness of your response. Also, we're seeing this now um, as we uh, respond to the current um, catastrophe in Haiti. So, Reverend Yearwood and all of the members of the Hip Hop Caucus, I just want to thank you very much because I think you all are leading the way in many ways in uh, showing um, the rest of the country how to really take action in solidarity with the people of Haiti. Let me just uh, first say, I listened to Ron uh, Daniels and Ron, I think you're absolutely right on point uh, on each and every issue. And I will be tomorrow, uh, as we uh, talk to members of Congress, conveying some of your observations and some of the feedback that uh, you are getting from the ground, uh, because it's very important that that our government um, respond in conjunction with not only the, the larger agencies, but also with the Haitian NGOs who, as you said, know how to get the job done quickly and more effectively. And so I'll definitely communicate uh, your uh, feedback uh, tomorrow. The U.S., uh, first of all, we know the search and rescue operation that continues uh, to go on. And as of this morning, International Disaster Assistance Response Teams, I think it rescued about um, 60 individuals in, in Port-au-Prince, uh, which was an unprecedented number for a dive-day operation. Uh, other priorities, of course, continue to be food, aid, water, sanitation, emergency health care, and security. Uh, USAID has provided over $100 million in response to the earthquake, but it's important to continue to communicate with people to uh, raise money and to uh, donate money uh, to organizations such as uh, Ron's organizations and others that can get the money directly to um, the people of Haiti in this emergency. Of course, the U.S. is consulting and coordinating very closely with the Haitian authorities, uh, the United Nations, and the international community as a partner in this process. And uh, you may have seen that Congressman Kendrick Meek did go down for a couple of days, and he will be briefing us this, uh, tomorrow. Uh, the Congressional Black Caucus intends uh, we will be leading the delegation down to Haiti uh, as soon as um, the, the time is right to go. We don't intend to go uh, during this period because we want to make sure that every bit of uh, opportunity for search and rescue is completed without um, any outside interference, such as members of Congress conducting our assessments and, and overview. But, but we will be going down very, very shortly. Also, uh, the uh, U.S. Embassy in Port-au-Prince has set up a task force at the embassy, and it's taking calls, and I don't know if any have tried to get through to the embassy. It's been a little hard, but they, they are taking calls to identify, of course, U.S. citizens in Haiti who need help, family members who need help, and are helping to identify emergency sources of, of assistance. Uh, Haiti's airport is currently being used to facilitate the search and rescue efforts, and private citizens, however, are uh, encouraged to hold off on travel, at least for the time being, to Haiti. And this is what the State Department is asking. Uh, and so people have to decide if they can get to Haiti in, you know, in a way that makes sense to help with this overall effort. But the official U.S. Uh, request is to focus efforts on uh, raising money and supporting uh, organizations that are delivering um, the emergency care and the medical care. 
Also, uh, as you know, the Congressional Black Caucus, I mean, we've had a long history of working with the Haitian people going back to the 60s and the 70s, and so many members of Congress have visited Haiti, including myself, uh, since then. So this is not a, a new involvement of members of the CBC, and I just want you know that we have communicated very clearly to the State Department that while we believe that uh, this search and rescue effort must be uh aggressively pursued and we must get the supplies and the aid and streamline the bureaucracy and get that aid through immediately. That once we're in the recovery phase and the rebuild phase, we want to see a a sustained commitment on behalf of the United States, which is going to require significant resources, such as Ron mentioned, i.e., you know, elements of of a Marshall Plan or whatever we decide to come up with. Uh, But this should not end uh, once Haiti begins you know, is uh, not on the uh, TV or the media anymore. And so we want to make sure there's a sustained effort. And we'll be doing a resolution uh, probably tomorrow afternoon calling for the emergency relief to streamline the the bureaucracy to get the uh, resources to the Haitian people, but also to help with the rebuild and and the the recovery and the rebuild effort. So we will be working with you, getting your input uh, as we move forward on our legislative strategy because we know um, for too long uh, Haiti has been neglected uh, by our own country and others. And, in fact, uh, the policies have not been the correct policies to help uh, Haiti develop in a way that the Haitian people deserve and in a way that they want. And so right now... uh, that's long-term for us. We intend to continue with the sustained effort. We, we intend to increase um, our efforts. But also, finally, in, uh, as I close, let me just say, we've been working very hard to grant uh, temporary protective status to Haitian nationals uh, permanently. That hasn't happened yet, but we did get, at least for right now, a temporary, uh, temporary protective uh, status. And so that is uh, welcomed but hopefully um, we'll be able to talk to the administration and make the argument for uh, permanent temporary protective status, which many members of the Congressional Black Caucus have worked on uh, for many years. So thank you again, Reverend Yearwood. Thank you all. We look forward to uh, your input and your involvement in working with you as we move forward to, uh, as some of us say, uh, let Haiti live. And, um, you know, we just... uh, I mean, all of our hearts are heavy, just like uh, the entire world at this point in terms of what is taking place in Haiti. But we have to do what we know we can do and should do and and support the Haitian people and help save lives at this point and help make sure the injured get to uh, hospitals and get the appropriate medical care, and then we'll move forward in in the next phase. Thanks again, and God bless. God bless. Congressman Barbara Lee? Congressman Lee? Yes, uh uh-huh. Can you hear me? Yes, I know you have to leave a little early, but, uh, you know, we're receiving some questions. I just want to give one question sure. for you. Mm-hmm. Uh, Sharp Taylor asked me a question over Twitter asking about private citizens. Um, and that's how, how can we in the U.S. help if we can't make the trip? to uh, and, Or can, US, how, can private citizens go to Haiti? Mm. Well, the, right now... Yeah, right now the government is uh, discouraging that only because of the um, period, the, the search and rescue phase that is still ongoing, and because of the uh, lack of infrastructure, the lack of coordination. I mean, everything that Ron said earlier uh, is reason to 
be very cautious about traveling in terms of being part of an organized effort that's coordinated and that can be productive. I uh, know of people who are going to Haiti. Many have gone through the Dominican Republic and are driving into Port-au-Prince. So the logistics uh, in getting there, um, you know, one has to work through also. I think right now the the, the type of uh, people who are needed are mostly medical people, nurses, people who can help distribute food, you know, basic humanitarian workers. And so I'm not discouraging people, but what I'm saying is that work very closely with those who are there, with the Haitian government and the NGOs, to make sure that if you go, that it, it's part of a structured and, and coordinated effort. Don't just go and then try to figure out what to do, because that may uh, not be in your best interest, nor in the best interest of people you're going to help. So I would, again, suggest finding an organized effort that is uh, taking place and then be part of that. And that's only for the search and rescue uh, period. Uh, as soon as this phase is over, I think we'll see more uh, activity in terms of coordinated delegations going down for specific purposes to do specific things uh, as suggested by the Haitian government and the Haitian people in terms of what they need to help them recover and rebuild. Thank you. One one last question before you have to go. So Butterfly has asked a question. Is the Congressional Black Caucus calling for the cancellation of Haiti's foreign debt? Absolutely. Uh, the forgiving of all of Haiti's debt um, owed to regional and international creditors and, and countries is something that the Congressional Black Caucus, uh, under the leadership, of course, of Congresswoman Maxine Waters on debt relief efforts, uh, has have been calling for uh, for many, many years. And um, we continue to call for the immediate canceling of all of Haiti's uh, debt. Uh, and we know that um, since paying back creditors is simply not feasible. I mean, the country's struggling just to meet the basic, I mean, the very basic needs of its people. And uh, we hope that uh, that this unfortunate catastrophe um, and the pain and the suffering that the whole world is witnessing of the Haitian people will give uh, some momentum to our argument that, that the debt should be fully canceled. Thank you, Congressman Lee. And one last thing, I've received a number uh-huh. of tweets from people who are from Haiti who are on this call. Uh, one Haitian Prez wanted to thank you for being on this call. Uh, uh, and another one um, wanted to thank you as well, uh, even though he has lost a loved one. They wanted to thank you. But, but you know what? Let me just say, Reverend, as I close to, uh, to the people of Haiti, I first have to say that our thoughts and prayers uh, are with you during this this moment, uh, and we know that prayers uh, and uh, faith without uh, work or deeds, revenue would is dead, right? So we also so we know we have to do the work uh, as well as pray. But we also know uh, that the Haitian people are resilient people, are brilliant people, are strong people, and who are going to fight to get through this crisis also, and just know that we um, are standing with you, we'll continue to stand with you, and continue to work uh, on behalf of and in solidarity with the Haitian people. Thank you so much. Thank you. Please continue to tweet. I've, the questions, I, I couldn't get to all of your questions 
for Congresswoman Lee, uh, I will make sure that those are given to her staff who will remain on the call, and also hopefully others will be answering some of those calls as we continue on. Um, you can continue to ask questions by tweeting me at Rev Yearwood, who will answer as many questions as possible uh, during this call. Um, next up, we would have Nicole Lee, who is the Executive Director for Trans Africa, who will discuss the upcoming advocacy issue that the grassroots must take on. Nicole? Great. Thanks, Rev, uh, for having me on the call, and thank you to everyone who um, is on the call. It's amazing, 600 people. That's so important because the 600 of you know so many more people who care about this issue and will be a part of this. So I know that we'll all be taking back what we learn um, on this call. Um, to the Haitians on the call, I just also want to say um, in my deepest, deepest sorrow um, about what's going on right now in Haiti. Um, I have family there, too, and we continue to look for them. And it's just a very painful thing um, that we are experiencing right now. Um, and it's very hard when, when it's so personal um, to think about some of the long-term advocacy things that we, we know need to happen. But um, if not now, when? Uh, you know, there's so, there's, so much, there's so much going on, and we know that historically Haiti has been treated um, differently and in some ways terribly by the U.S. government um, and by policies um, that have really harmed Haiti. And I want to thank, take this opportunity to thank the Congressional Black Caucus because the truth of the matter is um, in my time in Washington and, and certainly before, I have seen the Congressional Black Caucus fight against um, some of the most decrepit policies uh, that have been put on Haiti and have really fought alone in many instances with, with few friends outside of the caucus to really help. And, I mean, when we start talking about what we're going to do advocacy-wise, what needs to happen, what needs to happen policy-wise, I mean, we need to think about who are our friends and our allies and who do we need to win over. And right now is a time to really hold up the caucus because they have really done the lion's share of the work um, in Congress around Haiti, the Congressional Black Caucus. Um, and we need to ensure that uh, we bring other members along. So some of you are living in districts where your member is not a member of the Congressional Black Caucus. Uh, what is that member saying about Haiti? Have they been an ally to Haiti? Um, that's what we really need to be thinking about. How do we bring in more allies to Haiti at this time? I just want to say one thing about emergency personnel um, being in Haiti and just talk a little bit about what Congresswoman Lee was saying. Um, I think it is important from TransAfrica's perspective right now, I think individuals can be very powerful for Haiti, but right now is really not the time unless you are a medical professional or you are in another field that's being called upon right now um, to go to Haiti. Think about it this way. You're taking away a limited space on a plane. Um, if, if you don't have those skills and you're going to Haiti right now. So for a limited amount of time, TransAfrica is also calling for people in the U.S. to work here in the U.S. until such a time where Haiti can absorb people who want to do good and who want to volunteer. Um, right now there's a real need for surgeons, for example, on the ground, but not necessarily um, pediatricians, if you will. Um, so we need to make sure that all the surgeons can get there and save lives, and then there will be a time for others to go. In, ter in terms, though, more specifically of policy S, Congresswoman Lee did talk a little bit about immigration and TPS, and it was a huge victory last week when Secretary Napolitano did call and did say that they would be granting Haitians in the United States temporary protected status. 
But what we have to realize is, as Congresswoman Lee said, it is temporary. It is almost unprecedented, frankly, for temporary protected status to have a, um, a date on it uh, to, to expire at a certain time. And for Haitians, it expires in 18 months. Um, we still have a lot of work to do because 18 months we know Haiti is still going to have massive problems and we know that TPS will probably still be needed at that time. So it's important for us to not only call for uh, the suspension of this expiration date, but also ensure that Haitians can actually work in the United States while they're here. So it's one thing to get temporary protected status. It's another thing to allow for as many Haitians as possible to be able to work in the United States. A part of that is waiving fees to allow Haitians to work in the United States is also is, is ensuring that those Haitians that are being kept in detention right now are released from detention. So automatically, it's, it's not necessarily so um, that Haitians would be allowed, uh, that are in detention, to leave detention just because they receive temporary protected status. That's something that we really need to track and ensure is happening. Um, I think the other thing that we need to be thinking right now, and, and this, this is almost more immediate, is that the aid is actually getting to the ground. I know many of you have given money, you have given donations to reputable organizations that should have aid on the ground, but as we've been watching the news, we've been seeing that not all the aid is getting to the ground. I encourage you to follow TransAfrica's website um, and review the action alerts that we have, because it's going to be very important that we hold the government accountable. We know that the U.S. government is taking the lead in Haiti, and, I, and I'm not criticizing that, but what I am saying is since they are taking the lead, we need to make sure that the military and USARD are doing what they say that they are supposed to do, which is getting aid to the ground as quickly and efficiently as possible. And one of the things that Ron was talking about that's extremely important is that's not happening in all instances. And some of it's not happening because of logistical problems, but I would suggest to you that some of it's not happening because of false assumptions about Haiti, this notion that there will be rioting. This, this is not based in any factual um, information that we have. What we know is people are hungry and people are hurting and we need to get to them and we need to ensure that the U.S. government is doing everything they can uh, to, to do just that. The third certainly is cancel Haiti's debt. As of right now, Haiti is scheduled to pay $10 million in 2010 in terms of paying off their debt. As Congresswoman Lee said, that that should not happen, that can't happen. But without your help and without your advocacy and without your demands, um, I, I can see that in a few months Haiti will be called upon once again to start paying off this debt. This is something that we have to ensure that we're working on. We cannot uh, let this just go by the wayside and, and be spending so much time on all of the other terrible things that we forget that Haiti really does need the money to build its infrastructure on its own. It's important to do the charity work, but we need to ensure that Haiti can get on its own feet. And to that end, the other thing I, I just want to address quickly, because I know my time is up, is that we really do need to support the sovereignty of the Haitian government and call for aid that actually is respectful to Haiti, not just not just these quote-unquote handouts that don't even allow the government or the Haitian people to decide where the money's going, like Ron was talking about, but we need foreign aid reform. That may look like a Marshall Plan, and I've been calling for, for a Marshall Plan as well, uh, but, without, but without loans, frankly, with grants to Haiti. But we need to ensure that the $100 million that Barack Obama has pledged to Haiti, that that $100 million, every bit of it is getting to the ground. That we're not losing money in overhead from large NGOs that take up a large, a large overhead. That we're not losing money because contractors, we're not, we're, that that money is not going to Blackwater, for example. We need to make sure that the money is actually getting to the Haitian people. 
the Congressional Platte Caucus cannot do this alone. It's going to take every voice, every person on this call, to ensure that we hold the entities in our government that are working on this accountable. Um, because we know that so often when we hear reconstruction, we're thinking that a good thing is happening, but sometimes the money does not get to where it's needed. And I'm thinking of Iraq, and I'm thinking of what's going on in Afghanistan. We cannot let Haiti go that way. And so with your support and your help and your constant vigilance around this issue, I know we can get the job done and do right by Haiti. Frankly, for the first time in American history, we can do right by Haiti. Thanks, Rev. Thank you so much, Nicole, for that. Um, and I just want to repeat to all the people on the call, um, over 600 of you, thank you again for being a part of this call. I want to remind you, as, as Nicole said, this will be a, a, a long process. And so it's very important that you go to hiphophelphaiti.org, create your profile, tell your friends to create their profile so we can be organized. and. I know my good friend David Banner is going to be speaking a little while later on, and we both experienced Katrina, me being from Louisiana, him from Mississippi, and the, some of the parallels. But in going through that process, we, we also got experience. And so it's important to be organized, mobilized, and energized so we can be here to support the Haiti people and all the Haiti people on the call who are tweeting me. And, again, if you have a question, tweet me at Rev Yearwood. Uh, your tweets to me are not a tweets of being downtrodden. I can tell your tweets to me are encouraging me because you are ready to be there for your people and be there for your country, and we are there with you. Um, um, I think the next call up is Eric Parker. Eric, are you on the call? Okay, Eric was there, and he experienced the earthquake personally. Uh, we'll come back to Eric. Um, we're kind of moving now, as you know, Hip Hop Caucus, we work, and I want to thank, I just want to thank all the celebrities who are on the call, who've been a part of this process. My good friend Wyclef, who supported Hip Hop Caucus when we did Green the Block, Russell, Wale, Jay-Z, Paradise Gray, uh, Mystic, so many artists from around the country, and so celebrities are on this call as well, because there will be that connection. We will have to make sure that we are united to really have the most impact. So, Omarosa, has had a has had a, an experience, personal experience in Haiti for the past four years, visiting there. And also, if you can give a brief commentary on that experience for the process of this call. Absolutely. Reverend Hubert, I just want to first thank you for organizing this call. It was so needed as we uh, handled so many calls and so many questions. And I watched your vigil today. And we must remember the loss that we've experienced, but we also have to continue to come together and have hope and know that Haiti will continue to thrive if we come together. I, I want to thank Ron Daniels, who, as you all know, brought me into this movement to help support Haiti through the Haitian Support Project. Um, Dr. Daniels failed to give his website, so I'm going to stop for a moment and just give his website, and that's uh, www.ibw21.org, ibw21.org. His, his program is on the ground as we speak working to make sure that we deal with the basics. We address um, shelter, food, medical supplies, and as well as the mental health and spiritual aspect of this uh, tragedy. And so, Dr. Uh, Daniels, I want to just thank you for 
inviting me four years ago to come and be a part of the pilgrimage and allowing me to see Haiti firsthand. I want to share with you the story first of how the spirit of Haiti is really a spirit of unity. And even though we're going through this event, we have to remember that in the midst of the rescue and recovery, as people are tweeting me even now, Reverend Yearwood, saying that they can't find their family and their sisters and their brothers. In your own communities, there are 600 people on this call. If you can go back to your own community and organize a conference call and organize a Haiti Relief Fund and organize the funds that you have to donate to an organization like Yale or the Hip Hop Caucus or even Institute of the Black World, you have an opportunity to be a change agent within your own community. Um, if you are still looking for families, I want to stress that the Haiti Embassy here in uh, Washington, D.C. has set up an operation. They need volunteers, so if you're in Washington, D.C., you can volunteer by calling the Haitian Embassy at 202-332-4090. They set up a separate call center where they need both volunteers, and you can also call if you are looking to identify or connect with family members who may still be missing in Haiti. The other thing that I want to mention to you, Dr. Daniels is doing something that is, you know, I don't know that anybody else is doing on the ground. He's thinking about very, very long-term planning. The first thing he's addressing are the most vulnerable, uh, the women and the children who are on the ground. And, and Dr. Daniels, you're the first one who mentioned to me about talking about adoptions and making sure that African-American families in the U.S. has an opportunity to adopt. So if you're interested and if that opportunity presents itself, again, go to the Institute of the Black World website and stay connected with Dr. Daniels. That's who I will be working with on the ground, and we're going into Haiti in the next two weeks. Of course, we're not going to get into the way of uh, the rescue and recovery efforts, but we will be on the ground because there are people who are on the ground who know Haiti, who knows absolutely how to connect with folks and how to bring relief to the people on the ground. So I will just say this in closing. I am so glad that everyone on this call has a concern about Haiti, and I hope that in 12 months when the media has moved on to the next thing and the next thing and the next thing, that we will continue to have a commitment to making sure that we rebuild and we move on to make sure that Haiti is stronger than ever before. And I'm on Twitter, so you can follow my tweet tweeting this call. Thank you, Reverend Yearwood. Thank you, Omarosa, uh, for your continued um, love for Haiti and your continued work for that country. Um, I wanted to say that uh, for those who are on the call, I want to just make us continue to give me your questions. We'll get to them uh, at Rev Yearwood on Twitter. But I definitely want to make a shout-out to my good friend Troy Nkrumah, who just tweeted saying that we have Alaska for Haiti. Um, so for those Haitians on the call, um, all over the country, even in Alaska, they are mobilizing and organizing and energizing um, for on your behalf, um, so and for our behalf, because really this is about humanity. Um, so um, next up is uh, MC Light. MC Light. Yes. Please go 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 for that MC Light. Go forth. Thank you. Thank you, Rev Yearwood, uh, for having me on the call. Like everyone on this call, the news about the aftermath of this earthquake in Haiti has a deep impact on me. After listening thus far on the call, I'm, I'm very moved to help out as much as I can, and I'm here to ask that everyone on the call do the same. This is going to be a long struggle to recovery for the Haitian people, and we know that they're resilient, 
many of us are, but we need to do what we can to help them. Now, here are three things that you can do by taking the responsibility to help them now. One is you can donate to a relief effort. You can donate as little or as much as you'd like, even $5 to Yele Haiti, Haiti by texting Yele to 501-501. There are also many other important relief organizations that you could donate to, like Partners in Health, Doctors Without Borders, and many more. But please donate whatever it is that you can. Go to www.hiphophelphaiti.org. This is the second thing you can do, and I'll repeat that, www.hiphophelphaiti.org, and set up a profile. By setting up a profile and posting your picture, we can become strong in numbers. We want our leaders to see the faces of people here in the U.S. who support Haiti. From the site, you can organize events, share information, and help advocate for the people of Haiti. And number three, organize a fundraiser in your city. It can be as big or as small as you want. Do it, do it at your home or your favorite restaurant or club. Collect the funds and send them to one of the relief charities mentioned beforehand. Post the event at hiphophelphaiti.org. I mean, these are just a few things that you can do now. The key thing is to stay engaged. We, we can't forget what's going on. The coverage in the media will end but our media, our leaders, our friends and family will go through Haiti fatigue. But we cannot forget and we cannot stop being active. Please join this movement, hiphophelphaiti.org. We'll keep you informed and we'll call you when you take action. Thank you, you know, thank you very much, Rev. Wood, for this time and for you even hosting this tonight. Um, I'm forever in your debt, and I send my love to the Haitian people. Thank you, MC Light, and I know from getting the, 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 that you were trying to get on, and you just know that there are almost now 700 people, because I know you were trying to get on and couldn't get on a couple of times, so thank you for your persistence. Thank you for just your love for the Haitian people and for this cause, and just thank you for being what hip-hop is all about just throughout your career and throughout this process. Last year we were on the stage together when Russell Simmons was on the inauguration, and now we're a year later, almost to the day, I think it is the day, that we're now mm. on a call for the Haiti people. So we continue mm-hmm. to push on, and with uh, artists like yourself using your talents and your skills and your gifts to audience build and just bring awareness, we will succeed. We will rebuild. We will help Haiti rebuild. Thank you so much, MC Light. Thank you, Rev. Next up, uh, my good friend. Uh, we were here five years ago uh, in this struggle together. He was one of the first artists who was with me and just led the way, uh, just did an awesome job with Katrina, and is here again. So it's not about a one and done, uh, but it's here for humanity. Um, my good friend, way out there in L.A. right now, but by way, by way of Mississippi, David Banner. Uh, first of all, I'd like to thank you guys for allowing me to be on the call. Um, I want to I say a couple of things that um, are near and dear to my heart. I watched a lot of things happen with Katrina um, that really tore my soul apart. Um, I happened to, happen to have an opportunity to go down 
to Katrina the day after it happened. And um, I just want the people of, of America to know that we first have to step back and look at the allies of the people of Haiti before this atrocity. Um, and we have to make sure that we don't allow our emotions to, to get in the way of the fact that um, Haiti, the people of Haiti have um, been facing an earthquake way before now and that we, we have to watch who we place our support behind. We have to watch and make sure that the money that's being donated are actually going to the people. And then after the cameras decide to cut off, we have to know that we are doing this because this is the right thing to do and that it is human people who are on the other side of that television screen. I watched people uh, walk away after Katrina after it wasn't on TV anymore. And people were forgetting that these are men, women, and children who are actually dying. The second thing I need people to understand is that Western society has always had a problem with Haiti um, since it was founded. Haiti was one of the first countries that was uh, 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 founded by ex-slaves and, and, and stood up um, for the rights of its, its people and exiled anybody who wasn't a part of that. And Western society has always been waiting for the chance to, to put their back on, or, or, or put their foot on Haiti's back. So in us saying this, we have to stand for our people and understand that it is about the people. And we can't get so emotional that we forget that, you know, these same people who have, who, who have treated Haiti very bad up until this point, that uh, it probably won't stop or it probably will start back as soon as the cameras cut off. So it is up, it is up to us as, as people, regardless of what, your, uh, um, what part you play in society, it's about us being human beings and doing for others that are in need. We have to watch those people who we donate money to and hold them accountable. Make sure that that money is getting to the people. Because I watch my people in Mississippi. Katrina hit Mississippi. To this day, my people in Mississippi are still hurting. It is about the people. Make sure that we are watching the people. Make sure that everything that we donate, everything we do are for the people in need. And we also have to make sure that the people are um, um, that the people who are officials don't have ulterior motives while um the, the, the mighty the mighty country of Haiti is is, is has, has 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 taken a knee for right now because of this earthquake. We have to make sure that the people are taken care of and the things that are done are being done from the bottom of our heart and for the right reasons. Thank you so much, David Banner. Always on point. Um, thank you for just keeping it real, and, um, you know, let's continue to do that. We have experience from that, what we went through with Katrina, and we must now use that for the people of Haiti. But thank you for taking this time, and I know you will be here every step of the way and just, again, responding. One of the first artists, like all, all the time, responding, ready to make the call for humanity. Thank you, David Banner. All right, man. Thank you. God bless so I know I'm getting a lot of um, uh, a lot of questions. I want to make sure we get some time. So I, w I want to take a couple questions uh, right now, um, and then because it's 
and please continue because we'll make sure to put this up at the website at hiphophelphaiti.org. Um, and so, uh, Ron, are you still there? Oh, yes, very definitely, Rev. Um, and I just need to say this for um, uh, Jim Jones, Dougie Fresh, and Eric Parker. We're going to get to you. Just want to make sure that we get in um, some of these other, some of these questions that are coming up. And one here came up for um, you, Ron. Um, the question was, um, is this really how do we uh, hold our government um, accountable to make sure the money in Haiti goes where it's needed? Well, I think the, we have organizations who are, who are tasked to do that. Uh, there's a specialization in the division of labor. And uh, there are two organizations that can do that. Number one, we, we're going to be looking to the Congressional Black Caucus uh, to do that. And we're not just going to count on the Congressional Black Caucus. We certainly are going to be counting on TransAfrica. That's one of the things that Nicole Lee uh, laid out so uh, eloquently and, and incisively uh, that TransAfrica will be watching. We'll all be watching. Uh, to see what is going on. But on the other side of it is the advocacy. So once we see that things are not going the way we want them to do, uh, it's just like uh, Congresswoman Lee said at the beginning when I gave her uh, some of the firsthand reports I'm getting, she says tomorrow she will be reporting that and getting it into the State Department's hand and so forth. So that's kind of how the process uh, works. So I think that um, we'll be looking to uh, the government to respond to the issues that we're laying out, uh, the issues around temporary protective status, uh, the issue around debt uh, cancellation, the agenda that uh, policy agenda that uh, Nicole laid out, which we fully support, uh, and we just have to stay engaged. And as we stay engaged, the question is to mobilize and organize to, you know, to do whatever is necessary, either marching, demonstrating, tweeting, you know, whatever is necessary to keep the pressure on uh, to make sure the government does uh, the right thing. And I and we and we really will look to the lead of again the CBC and organizations like TransAfrica, because, again, when we talk about a Marshall Plan, you know, I've just written an article, I didn't get into the detail, but I do say we don't need it to be emulating the same old failed policies, and and, and in a particular way, I think we can look to TransAfrica to give us the sort of the nuances, the subtleties, and the substance of some of those broad principles. Thank you so much. One, one more question. Um, let me just prep. I, I know he was on and off. Let me make sure he's get the call. Jim Jones, are you there? I'm not sure if he dropped off and is back. Um, let me ask answer the question um, that was asked. Miles Bunny, I'm going to make sure Bunny, uh, M-I-L-E-S-B-O-N-N-Y on Twitter, um, asked the question, I have donated but is there anything anything folks in the U.S. can do to help Haiti other than give money? Let me take the first shot at that, and then the others on the call who are unmuted can take the shot at that as well. Again, one of the first things you can do is, is be long-suffering. <laughs> That's the key, and I think it's been said by Congressman Lee and by um, Nicole Lee and by Ron Daniels and by MC Light, by Omarosa and by David Banner. Um, I think the key thing is to be long-suffering, that the cameras will be turned off. Um, but we must be turned on all the time. And so, again, it's very important um, that the almost six, the, the, the over 600, almost 700 people on this call, please go to uh, hiphophelphaiti.org and create your profile and put your picture on it so that when, so that when congressman or senator, I don't want to give money to Haiti, 
uh, begins to go through their process, then we can be already mobilized um, like we weren't, in some cases, during Katrina. That's, that's the first thing. Um, and then I'll let the other, Nicole, if you're on the call, or Ron, or Morosa, or others, do you want to respond to that? What, what can other people do besides give money? I want to say a quick thing about the profile. Add if you have a particular skill on the profile, because that way it's like building a skills bank. Because the impulse to go is one thing, but as Nicole laid out earlier, you have to match the skill with the need. And I know that we in the Haiti Support Project are going to be looking at the whole idea of Toussaint L'Ouverture Brigades uh, in the next few months. Uh, Dr. Julianne Malvo from Bennett College already wanted to send a group of students down, so we're going to be coordinating with her, and, but, and we're looking at people on the ground to help get the mechanism set up because it cannot be, as you well know, Katrina, that was one of the problems. There's so many volunteers, and they were coming, and they weren't always coordinated. So we want to make sure that a system is in place uh, so that the volunteerism uh, is not a, a train wreck or is not uh, something that happens that's disrespectful, but is engaged in a way that, in fact, matches up the skill with the particular needs that people have. There will be an opportunity uh, in the next few months for that again to happen, but the time is not now. But we'll be working, working on, the, on the systems. Um, hello? Yes. Hi, this is David Banner. I, w- I wanted to chime in about something. Please. Um, one thing that I think that people can do that we don't think about is give us your ideas too. Form your form your think tanks. I mean, because just because some of us are what people consider to be leaders, we don't know everything. You know, greatest ideas that have uh, have ever been formed in American history came from the belly of the people. You know, um, now we have Twitter, all of these forms of of, of communication. Don't just wait on your congressman. Don't just wait on David Banner. Don't just wait on on, on the cop. Like the the power of the power really comes from the people. So so not just your money, but even your ideas. And another thing that I want people to understand is now I think that we know that these things are going to happen. Allow Katrina, allow what is happening to Haiti, um, um, allow us to, 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 to be ready now. And instead of waiting until something happens, we have to start placing groups, special groups amongst the people to be ready whenever it happens. So, so we won't be running out the situations. We can be ahead of them. Thank you so much, David Banner. Uh, let me just say this. Um, I want to just get to a couple more of the questions. Um, uh, my good friend Jim Jones, are you on? I know you've been trying to – you got bumped off. Um, <laughs> uh, this will be recorded, so uh, my good friend is actually doing a benefit concert and is also – there's a many, many artists who are doing benefit concerts. Last night we, I was with Wale, and we did a, we did a concert. And that was awesome. Uh, almost over a thousand people showed up for that event. Uh, Wale and Tabby Bonet and Raheem Devon were were phenomenal. And so, uh, please again go to the website. And I want to repeat what David just said that we have to be organized. And this battle will come down to between organized people versus organized money. That will be that will be the battle lines. And we must be organized as the people. Um, and so it's it's key. And as Ron said, Ron, to answer your question about the website for the hiphophelphaiti.org, we will add on there the profile, for people's profile, they can add on their skill sets so it can be a skill bank. 
Uh, let me just go through a few of the questions that I'm receiving. Um, uh, uh, QB67, I'm assuming that wasn't for me because he said, Hi, Soro, which is for MC Light. Um, this is Eve from Oakland. Her question was, How can we unify the black community toward Haiti? Uh, Roundup Rusty um, asks, Are we aware of any organizations or efforts that are in place in Miami, Little Haiti? that we can travel to and or donate. Um, another questions were regarding Wycliffe's comments about evacuating so that we can stabilize them. Jennifer Johns asked the question, who was interested in organizing for the next phase and how can we organize more money to rebuild Haiti with the Haitians? Uh, our good friend Catalina Bird, who is doing an event tomorrow in Baltimore, asked the question, how, how do we get more celebrities to be involved with the grassroots, um, and black scholars asking, is there any more room on the call? Uh, and I know that we're about 700 people, so we might not have any more room in the call. But again, this call will be taped and will be at uh, hiphophelphaiti.org tomorrow. Uh, the floor is open for those who are unmuted. David, Nicole, MC Light, um, Jim, if you got on the call, Ron, you want to answer any of those uh, questions? Rev, I want to just say really quickly, it's Omarosa. Um, there is a way that you can help while you're here. There's so many people who are still missing their families. And as I mentioned, here in D.C., there's an opportunity for you to go to the embassy and help to man the phone base. But even locally in your community, we have to use the social networks that we have to utilize the pictures. People are posting pictures on Facebook. They're posting pictures through Twitter. You all have to really realize that we are the ones that are going to be able to identify through our own network, our family members who are still missing, our friends who we can't connect. And then there are people in your community who are mourning the loss of their family members. So you can help that way by comforting a friend. There's so much that we can do in the U.S., but it is not right now the time to go to Haiti. I just want to re reinforce that. And it is a time for us to raise as much money as we possibly can. So I just wanted to reinforce that. Thank you. Um, we're almost at 10 o'clock Eastern Standard Time, um, and so uh, 7 o'clock Pacific. And for those who are listening who are on the call from Alaska and Hawaii, I don't know what time it is where you are, but thank you for being on the call. Um, I guess I want to end with this final question and this comment. Again, thank you all, the almost 700 of you. Um, that has blessed my heart. Today with the ambassador today, um, I felt the pain and the ambassador that we did the vigil at the moment when the earthquake took place, he said, in unity, there's strength. In unity, there's strength. And so this is just the beginning. I want to thank the hip-hop community, all of those from the source and all hip-hop, hip-hop DX, and so many of you who posted it up, BET.com, who posted this up on your sites to make sure that the community could be uh, on this call. I want to, I want to thank you. Um, but let me, this last question, uh, that actually probably is for you, Ron. Um, a number of the people who are from Haiti who are asking is that where can Haitians immigrate to? Well, this is, well, I, I, maybe, it's Nicole, maybe Nicole will take that one. I don't know. Well, this is Ron uh, Daniels again. Um, that's another policy point I'd like to, I'd be interested in getting Nicole's opinion on because, uh, while temporary protective status was granted, almost immediately there was this warning uh, to Haitians. And, in fact, the ambassador 
I guess, was asked to, his voice is being used uh, in a tape as they fly over Haiti telling people don't come to the United States. And I can in some ways understand that, but it would seem that many of the developing countries would be willing to take a quota of, and it it maybe needs to be done in a systematic way, but that they would be willing to take, uh, you know, Haitians who are displaced uh, for a period of time. Uh, And so it seems to me that that would be an interesting thing to begin to look at. I know that I'm I'm told that President Wad of Senegal has said that he will take, uh, uh, I mean, a large number of Haitians and find a fertile area for them to settle and to set up a community. So uh, and my sense is probably that Venezuela and other countries are going to be willing to do likewise. But it would be, uh, it seems to me, something worth investigating as to, you know, beyond temporary protective status for this 18 months, uh, why can't the United States take a uh, a specified quota, I hate to use that term, of people for settlement in the United States in this moment of great distress. Thank you so much, Ron. Um, and that last question, I know I want to thank, again, my good friend uh, Russell Simmons and others who are just, who are on the call and listening. Uh, we also have been that question about how do we get more artists and celebrities. We have Cliff Jones, who's one of the uh, top uh, music execs in the country. Uh, Cliff Jones, if you are on the call, can you answer that question about how do we get more artists and how do we get more celebs or people to be aware of the, the cause with Haiti? Yeah, how you doing? This is a representative for Cliff Jones, uh, Tommy Reed, and David Lindsay on the line. Um, currently, right now, we're, um, we're we're trying to gather a whole crew of um, artists here from the D.C. area, metropolitan area, um, of course, we, we currently um, represent um, Q, formerly of Day 26, and Little Mo. So on Friday, this Friday, we're planning on going on Fox 5 here in Washington, D.C., and we're, uh, we already spoke with um, Wyclef's um, um, management and um, waiting on a confirmation for him to call in. But um, we're, we're supporting the whole situation um, from watching TV and watching the news um, we're, we're, we're highly concerned because there hasn't been enough attention targeted to um, Wyclef because he because we all know that he has a lot of um, um, heart, um, understanding, and a, a lot of pain and grief going on right now. So we we really want to support Wyclef. We want to support all artists, especially in Washington D.C. area, to give their support. We're going to do everything that we can in our power to make sure that the money is going to the right place and the people that actually care for the Haitians, for the country. Um, uh, we're just not going to let up. We're going to keep going and going and going and be persistent in making sure that these people get what they need at all costs. Thank you so much. Um, and on that note, I think that is where we're in this call. Again, I want to thank you all. Continue to tweet me your questions. We'll post them up on the website at Rev Yearwood. I want to thank all those who got on the call um, who are a part of this, Ron Daniels, Congresswoman Barbara Lee, Nicole Lee from Trans-Africa, Eric Parker, Omarosa, MC Light, David Banner, Jim Jones, I want to thank so many of you who are
on the call, my dear friend, I saw my dear friend Paradise and Mystic and Chayla, my, 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 one of my favorite DJs. Some of you are on the call um, around, from around the country, um, but now we must go forward. Uh, let me end this call by saying this. Uh, in unity, um, there is strength. Um, let me end this with a prayer. It will be a prayer that will be a prayer for Christians and Muslims and Buddhists and Jews, all of God's children. We, we pray right now that the people of Haiti continue to be encouraged and covered in love seven days after the earthquake. There's, they've lost so much. They lost homes, they lost family, and they lost life. They lost things in such a short amount of time that is unimaginable. But when we now join them as children on this side to just give them love and support and to be there with them. For the Haitians on this call, we are with you. And we're here to be with you to the end. We now ask the Almighty to prepare us for the next stage of this journey, to ask us to speak up when we should speak up, and to fight when we should fight, and to push on when we should push on. Our tears continue to flow for the babies who lost their lives, for the seniors who are still in the nursing home and are starving to death. We pray they get the food and the water and the medical supplies they need. We pray this in the name that all the children call you by. Amen. Amen. Thank you all for being on this call. Thank you all for pushing on charity and for justice. Power to the people. God bless you all. Thank you.